collecting every coin so you don't have to. Infendo Radio is on now. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. We are live once again. If you are not with us, what are you doing? Come join us on the chat. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We're doing it live every Wednesday night. But if you prefer the produced show, we're, we're fine with that, too. Thanks for joining in. In fact, we prefer that. Um, I've we got don't a... blame you at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You got some Big Bang to watch or some shit, right, Neil? Um, I love and... that show. <laughs> Anywho, who do I got tonight? I, I know I've, I'm missing one of the faithful Infendo crew, but if you look real close in the chat, you might be able to hear him screaming in all caps. We don't have Mike tonight, <laughs> but I do have Justin, Lucas, and Steve. How y'all doing? I'm alive. We're all just... Sure. We're dandy. We're a dandy <laughs> bunch of gamers. It sounds like everybody had a fucking day today, so I hope that everybody <laughs> is... Uh, I hope everybody is... Uh, Upbeat and ready to record in Nintendo Radio because here we are. Well, see now we got the night to uh, unwind and talk about video game ridiculousness. So it's <laughs> exactly. a good excuse. Oh, right. Well, cool. Well, I um, like I said, if you guys um, haven't heard, we do this show live now, so you can join us in the well, live everybody's chat. Everybody's heard about the bird. You can join us on YouTube. Unfortunately for all of you, yes, we do this show live now. So. But yeah, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. And also, I'm going to hit this at the top of the show instead of the end this time. Please, please, please like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Um, review us on iTunes or Google Play because that really helps our visibility. We got um, two new reviews from the previous week, but none this week. So uh, maybe I wasn't doing my job uh, enough pimping the show last week. So then now it's your guys' turn. Please review us and uh, say nice things, hopefully. Or terrible things because you're being truthful um any press help don't be truthful <laughs> yeah. yeah the truth hurts okay guys so that's enough uh <laughs> plug-in we're gonna get rolling right with the news and not much of a huge news week this week but um we did get a little bit of a, a few tidbits um i'll take the first news topic because it's just kind of a rumor at this point but I believe it was Monday, maybe Tuesday, that um, the rumor started coming out that uh, Nintendo was going to be de developing a Zelda smartphone game. Um, and literally, that's it. <laughs> nope. Nintendo has not confirmed it. They haven't denied it yet, though, so that's good. Um, and yeah, like literally, they nobody knows what it would be, so it's all up to speculation. And that's what we're here for. Um, <laughs> we are here to give uneducated guesses about... <laughs> What Nintendo is definitely, undeniably going to do. Yeah. Possibly. Well, what, what do you... Maybe. First of all, what do you guys think of this? Because I, I know, especially Justin and Lucas, you guys got really into the Mario um, the Mario Run game that was released for smartphones. So I feel as... Right up, right up until we, like, finished it and then never played it again and deleted it off of our phones. <laughs> I did yeah, not delete it, but um, the others are pretty accurate. Sure. So what do, where but, do you but guys... But no, we got into it. What, what do you think about Nintendo um, doing a Zelda smartphone game like... I, typically, from I think Justin. I have a feeling that they're going to learn from the mistake they made with Mario and um, may either sell things piecemeal at a dollar or so, or maybe reduce the 
the full buy-in price because that's really what hurt them in Mario Run. Uh, yeah. Aside from uh, aside from that, I don't know what a Zelda smartphone game would be. Yeah, I have trouble picturing a Zelda smartphone game being too much fun. Right now, I'm just kind of picturing like Fire Emblem, but for Zelda, because. I don't know. I can't picture you actually playing like a top-down, like Link to the Past style game on your phone. Maybe I'm wrong. Meanwhile, I'm picturing something like Phantom Hourglass, where you know you're controlling the game on the screen and can't see most of what you're doing because your fingers in the way. I mean, it would be kind of cool if they could find a way to tie that in with um, Breath of the Wild in some way, because you've already right. kind of got like a cell phone with your Sheikah slates. It'd be kind of cool if like. I don't know, maybe they introduced a new app for your slate and it like ties into your performance in the app on your actual Ooh, phone. You, yeah, mean, I, I, you mean you don't want... I mean, that would want... probably be... Go ahead. What? I no, was, go ahead. I was going to say, you mean you don't want Breath of the Wild run? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, and I have a hard time with it being Zelda because, like, unlike Mario, I know we disagree on this to a degree, but, like, I've always seen Zelda as much more of a story-driven game than Mario Brothers. And I, I don't have disagree. trouble. Well, I have trouble picturing that on like a mobile platform because usually mobile games are pretty short with the story. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. even games that try to have a good or try to have a story, I won't qualify it as saying good, but like Pokemon Duel, they have this whole big story campaign mode, but it's not like a good story. You know, it's it's a story. So right. I, I don't know. I have trouble picturing Zelda mobile being anything too big. It's gonna. I, it's gonna I don't be. Know, it's a mobile. It's app. gonna be like a like a clicker type game. You watch. It's gonna be like how much grass can you cut or something. You know, like you're. Yes. Just, see, n n n <laughs> Justin says super enthusiastic. <laughs> oh, okay, so y'all heard that? Then my yes, my audio is set up. <laughs> but um, like it was now a that worthwhile use it, of that feature. Sure. Now that I've said it, I, I want it to tie into Breath of the Wild, and now that I know it won't... Ah. Sorry. Yeah, because <laughs> because it's Nintendo. Like, I don't know. Now I'm already disappointed, and it hasn't even been revealed yet. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely... I mean, let's just say that it's definitely not going to tie into Breath of the Wild. I think we can just say that right off the bat. I, I Give it a firm firm 95% that yeah, I mean that. the Wild. That's just too... I hate to say it, but that's just too forward-thinking for Nintendo, you know? Like, we're barely getting... Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's rough. I, 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 I don't, don't know. I, I, I just... I can't even imagine what they would do. Well, I, I can... Well, I could see it tying into your Nintendo ID, and, you know, as long as you're registered on the Switch or the Wii U and you're registered on your phone... You know, maybe you can like unlock costumes or something that sure. can be added to Breath of the Wild. Oh, good or weapons lord! I already, I already have to buy Amiibo for that. Now I got to play a smartphone game. Too. <laughs> there you go. But again, this is like Eugene said. I, I, and not to toot my own horn, but I do think it's a little beyond Nintendo's scope of imagination. And yeah, it feels weird to say because it's Nintendo and I love them. But like, yeah, I don't see it being a thing. Yeah, I, I, what I can see happening Which is... Which brings us back to what do we think it's going to be? Sure. Yeah. And, and you know, what I can see is something kind of similar to what Mario Run did, but, you know, obviously in the Zelda universe. And what I mean by that is it's a, a Zelda light that you can basically just control with just a few button presses. Now, how are they going to do that? I don't know. Like, maybe... I don't know. I can think of a few instances like you're like you're in a isometric top-down plane and you have I don't know, you have 
two buttons that you can select or three Uh-oh. buttons that you can select one your sword one your shield and one like the bow and then you have to there's enemies coming at you and you have to either swing your sword you either have to shoot them with the bow or you have to block or something like that i don't know you know like i'm sure nintendo can think of something better than what i'm coming up with on the fly right now but i'm thinking it's gonna have to be something really simple I have two predictions. I think it's either going to be a lot like Fire Emblem where it's going to be like, hey, remember all those Zelda characters you like? Collect them and do something kind of pointless with them. Or it's going to be like kind of similar to Link's crossbow training where it's just a Zelda game that like nobody really cares about. And it doesn't hey. really do anything to Hey, series. imagine Link's crossbow training but with augmented reality. Now oh, you've, see, no. Now you've sold well, me. See, well, see, and that would be interesting, but my phone, I can't do augmented reality, so if it was like an AR-based game, I'd automatically be out. So mm-hmm. I, I can't get excited for that. Well, do you Do you guys have any other <coughs> predictions of what this uh, smartphone app could be? Like, do you... Have, have, I mean, May, maybe it'll let us actually legit download the Zelda music here in America since they don't let us hmm. do that. That could be interesting, like a, like put like a bunch of the old Zelda soundtracks up for grabs, and you know. Or like, the new ones. Well, yeah. Because I want, because I want it, I want the full Breath of the Wild soundtrack, not the sampler that we got. I mean, that's great and all, but I want the full soundtrack. Wait, we got a sampler. See, it was in I'm, the. Was it in, in the? the it was in the special. It was in the collector's edition and the master edition. Yeah. No. Yeah. See, now you've got me thinking about, like, a Hyrule Historia light complete with, like, soundtracks and everything in, like, app form. But I don't know. I kind of want it to be a game. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I I'm good know. with the Historia idea, Lucas. I, w- I would like that, I but I, I'm kind of with Lucas here. I want it to be an actual game, and I want it to be an, a game that will engage me. Like, I, I, you know, we've talked about this on the show before, but I dropped off of Mario Run pretty quickly. I don't even—I bought the game— and since I bought the game, I haven't even played any of the levels past the first three. You know, like it just there's something. It just, Same here. Well, and and my problem with that is kind of the reverse of you. I think I played the entire thing and one hundred percented it, but now there's nothing to do. So like I uninstalled it. Sure. sure. Like, there, there's literally nothing to do. I could grind for like I don't know ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine of each color toad, I guess. But like, what's the fun in that? Like. There's really no, like, online competition that's worth competing in, and there's just nothing else to do with it. So, I don't know. They need to come up with a smartphone app that you actually want to play beyond, like, a week or two. Right. Yeah. Why not? Why why would they? Nobody else does. (laughs) Well, I don't know. But that's the thing. I feel like Nintendo needs to hold themselves to higher standards, because they're so new to the whole industry, and, like, you know, they have a chance to really do something good. Already, I feel like their apps are miles above most of the apps that I've downloaded. Yeah. You know, I just just thought of an idea for it. Picross. Tell. Picross. Oh. Yeah. I I love Picross, and it's really hard to find a good one on the App Store. Yeah, Picross. So you're thinking would be, like Zelda Picross? Yeah, but or, or all it could of just Zelda. be Picross. I or mean, just, if well, or, yeah, but I mean, it is a Zelda rumor. So for for now, let's assume Zelda Picross. I guess. No, I do not assume <laughs> because assume makes me look dumb or something. No, I'm pretty sure the phrase is a little bit different than that, but you know, <laughs> I think he nailed it. <laughs> but basically, basically that is what we're doing. We're assuming because this is just a rumor and we have no concrete evidence to go off of. So, whatever you think, go for it, I guess. <laughs> right. Okay, well I um I think that's pretty much it for um this Zelda stuff unless there's anything um you guys wanted to hit last minute. I think that's pretty much it. <laughs>
Okay. Well, sounds good. Well, then we're going to um, jump right in. And actually, Lucas, I'm going to let you go next because you kind of wanted to talk about um, some Sonic stuff that came All right, out everybody week. take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me let me preface no. this by saying that this is this is not going to be super interesting news, and it probably isn't going to have much to discuss. But I feel like DeviantArt artists all over the world rejoiced the other day when they learned that you can make your own custom Sonic character, and you it's almost actually made in the me, game for once. You almost made me spit coffee on my microphone. <laughs> well, okay, okay. To be fair, and I don't know about you guys because you guys are all a little older, but like when I was eight, I was all like, "This is my Sonic character. He's a." green sonic because uh, i like hedgehogs and like like i was part of that young childhood demographic that still persists today for some reason they like made up their own sonic characters because it was like the thing to do it was a really easily recognizable character and that was the thing for some reason for some reason the fan base was just so all over it yeah again i don't know if you were really like Uh-oh. age appropriate for it but um is that how we ended but, up with that awful sonic underground show Oh, I'm. Oh, beyond that, have you seen some of this? Have you seen what is it called? That like orange Sonic. That, oh okay. God. Okay. Well, later, later we're gonna link to some beautiful no, um, Sonic don't. fan art. <laughs> but basically, long and short of it, since we're already getting off topic with this, you can you can make your own character in Sonic now. And I I'm feel gonna like see a, a lot of hedgehog wang to... in a few minutes, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it's a good move. For a constantly dying franchise that really has no hope anyway. Because all the little kids that always wanted to make their own Sonic character, now they can make their own Sonic character. Yes. And the customization Wait, looks pretty Where are in-depth. all these little kids? Where can I find them? With the pumped up kicks. <laughs> www.deviantart.com. Oh yeah, no, you're right. No, slash Sonic, slash yes. Tails. Uh, Yes, YouTube.com slash Sammy Classic Sonic fan um, slash activate parental controls. <laughs> no, I'm 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 just saying, like for the Sonic fan base and especially like the young Sonic fan base, it's an interesting move sure. because they've pretty much failed at creating their own new characters for like the last twenty years anyway, <laughs> and now they're just saying like, go wild, have fun with it, make Here, something up. You think you're so good, you do it. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I can't wait because I feel like the number one thing everybody's going to do is Bubsy because everybody thought the new character was Bubsy from the beginning. So I can't wait to see all of the little, uh, you know, uh, people are going to have fun with it. There's going to be people that take it completely not serious from the start and create ridiculous characters. And it's it's going to be fun to watch on YouTube. Now There's going to be some fun times. Is it only for looks? I didn't actually read the article. Is it only for looks or is it uh, well, are there powers I watched, that you can assign to it I watched... Too? I watched the reveal trailer, and from what I understood, it actually does, you can, like, equip them with certain items that, like, give them specific abilities. I'm not 100% on that, because, again, I didn't read an article, I just watched the review, or the, now, the trailer, but... if that's the case, I'm sold. It's interesting. I mean, I'm probably going to try it anyway, just because, like, it's been years, but I haven't, like, missed a Sonic game, I just haven't really played many of them lately, so... I don't know. I, I want to try it. I like the idea of Sonic on my Switch, even if it kind of sucks. But it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, Sonic is one of those franchises that, you know, I feel like I should appreciate because it is, you know, it is my age group. And, you know, yeah. I was I was a Nintendo kid, so I feel like I should go back and look up these lost <sighs> gems of the Genesis that I missed out <sighs> in my youth. And then I play them. I'm yeah. like, no, these aren't really that good. 
Well, see, for me, Sonic was like this forbidden fruit that I didn't get to try until around the GameCube era, because I, I never really got to play the games that were on, what was it, like Dreamcast and I think even PlayStation. But by the time, you know, they came out with Sonic Adventure 2 and Sonic Adventure on GameCube, I was like, I get to do something that's not Mario. This is so exciting for me. And I, I loved them. And, like, I was a fan of some of the games, like, well before everybody else was like, these games suck and need to get, you know, tossed out. Like, I was still really into Sonic back in, like, the Unleashed days when the games were really going downhill. Uh, so, I, got, I, I don't know. I got Shadow okay. the Hedgehog for a <laughs> Christmas present. And, oh, God. And I hate played it just because my, uh, <laughs> because I felt like I had to, because... Eugene, I actually thought about going back and playing that because I wanted to oh. the other day. <laughs> oh, my god! Why? No, I, that was one I of the liked, few that I didn't get through. I liked the games. I, I liked pretty much every Sonic game that I played as a kid and a young adult. Like, I never had a problem with the series. It's just I know that the series has declined. Let me like, ask I you a still, question. How, how can yeah. you play the the Sonic games especially the bad ones but yet like diss on all the indie games that are actually good <laughs> well that's that's personal hangups and my own you know inability to respect indie games no i think indie <laughs> games you know we we've, we've had this discussion i think they're really quality i just personally can't get into them <coughs> as a kid i was all about the sonic stuff and Shovel sonic Knight. is <laughs> yeah. And Sonic is big corporate bullcrap, so that kind of fits with my whole, you know, reverse hipster viewpoint on it. <laughs> yeah. And I thought I was the hipster of the show. No, I'm like the I'm like the anti-hipster. I'm all about big business in video games, and like I can't stand like the independent EA developers. <laughs> Lucas Trump over here, fuck. Yeah, yeah, talking to Activision hey, uh, is the best developer in the industry. Period. Hey, guys, guys, first-party developers are people too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, let's check in with the chat here because um, I feel like we have. Oh, yeah, to. we have one of those. <laughs> because we um oh well we've got Mike yeah, commenting on I, the I storm. really just wanted to highlight Mike's comment here about his favorite Sonic fan game or whatever the hell. Uh he made Bionic the Smedgehog and now I wanna yep. see fucking definite deviant art of that. I know that there's some naked Sonics in that shit for sure. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh Mike is one of the worst uh perpetrators. <laughs> does does anybody else when they see Mike in the chat? Uh, picture of the Animaniac wacko. Yes, in fact, I didn't oh, even know that was Mike he, the first time. That's why he oh. named his account that. Thank it's... God, because I see that every time I see that, Mike. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on. Um, we're going to get out of the Sonic talk. Unless there's anything else you want to add here, Lucas. What a, what a pity. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, we're going to move on to the Nintendo Direct that aired today because, yeah, Nintendo, um, they said yesterday, I believe, they just dropped, they're like, hey, there's going to be an ARMS Direct tomorrow, uh, have fun. And uh, maybe I'm the only one, I'm probably not the only one, but I'm I'm kind of um, sad that it was only ARMS on this Direct because the last Direct, they <coughs> said it was only going to be, what was it, like 3DS and then we got a whole bunch of other stuff, so I don't know. Yeah. But, I feel like ARMS needs as much exposure as possible because yeah. it, for for Nintendo trying to make it the next Splatoon, it 
is really not hitting that hype mark. That that is no, literally what not. I was just gonna say. Like maybe not a, word for word, Mr. Justin, but yeah, like yeah, I think that they did need to kind of highlight arms and kind of give it its own spotlight here. And honestly, it worked for me because like there was a lot of stuff that um, got announced um, today. So I'm gonna link you guys this in the in the chat for everybody to follow along. This are this comes from Gama Sutra. It's basically just a list of everything that was announced today. So um, yeah, so uh, there was a, a huge <coughs> info dump on Arms. Basically, they um, t revealed all the characters. They talked about two new characters, and then they talked about a lot of the modes that were going to be. Um, uh, available in the game. Um, so I'm, I'll read that list here in a sec, but what really um, excited me about ARMS is that they're going to be going after the Splatoon model. So they said at the end of the Direct that um, they're going to continue to um, add fighters, they're going to continue to add ARMS because you c the ARMS are universal if you haven't seen the Direct, so you can mix and match your ARMS, and they're going to Gotta be one of the weirdest sentences I've heard all night. <laughs> ARMS are universal, my friend. They're adding more. <laughs> And uh, yeah, then oh, they you, also you detailed wanna, you wanna that hear, they they also detail arms. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. For. Go ahead, Steve. I was, I was just gonna oh. say you ought to hear what arms stands for. I oh, can't even oh, remember. Oh, it is it an acronym. So yes. Yeah. Oh, I gotta hear this. I I, I don't remember, remember what it is. I need is. to look it, it up. Hang yeah, on. Yeah, uh, go, go ahead and look it up because I've how already. How dare you tease me? I've I've already forgotten. But um, yeah, they all, so they much like Splatoon, they said that they're gonna be um, doing all this stuff. But the best part is no extra purchase is necessary. So yeah, just you know, free stuff, free DLC, and I I think that is really smart on Nintendo's um, part. I think that well, oh go ahead. Well, it's such a successful format. I feel like. Sure. like some people will say that it's lazy and it's you know releasing a game half finished, but I think it's more like keeping a game alive. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it makes it, it makes a game that otherwise you might just like get it like like and not to jump into Zelda here, but like Breath of the Wild, you have the whole package in one go. So when you're done with it, you're done with it. But with Splatoon, it was like you started playing it and maybe you got a little tired of it, and then hey, new weapon class just got revealed. Now you've got something else to do, you know? Right, and it's not like they were charging you every time they released new data. I mean, hell, even to the very yeah. end, after they finished their kind of phase one of DLC, they still kept releasing stuff for free, which is yeah. really unheard of, and I don't know if it ended up costing Nintendo money to do that, but it was definitely a huge uh, PR boom for them. Well, and on top of that, I don't know about you guys, but I'd rather get a game that's, you know, frankly unfinished like a year in advance than have to wait a whole nother year to get, you know, a game with extra content. Like, I'd rather just get the content as it becomes available. Right. And, and you know, and kind of going back to what you were saying, Lucas, about them, um, people maybe saying that they're going to release a game that's not finished. Like, if you take a look at uh, the list of modes in this game, and I'm going to go over that here in a sec, there's no way you can say that. Like, there's so much extra stuff. I had no idea that there was going to be so many, like, little mini game type stuff in the game. So, good. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just read through the list. So, bear with me here. So, um, they talked about Grand Prix, and that's basically going to be single player and co-op that looked really cool there's going to be a fight mode which is you know just one-on-one -on -one, um, mode there um, there's going to be a volleyball mode which actually looked really <laughs> neat um, in the direct where you um, punch hopefully go ahead go ahead well, I, I was just I was just 
I was just going to make an inappropriate joke and say hopefully there's going to be some uh, bathing suit DLC to go along with that. But please, go back to actually educating. <laughs> How is that appropriate? Uh, Ooh, I, I can sense some arms dead or alive DLC. I like it. So, you know that Wouldn't that just girl. be hands? Oh, God. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, so volleyball. Anyway, you, you punch the volleyball over Check the net, your and apparently the volleyball box and in Infendo Bingo. Well, I wasn't talking or anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, the volleyball mode is yeah, you just you're punching the volleyball over the net, and apparently it's like a bomb or something. So it, you know you're trying to not be have the bomb on your side of the net. So that sounds kind of cool. There's going to be a um, basketball based mini game. So that looks like it could be interesting. There's a skill shot mode where there's a bunch of targets on the screen and you're um, basically, you know, using your arms to curve and whatever, however you can to knock out all the targets in a allotted time frame. So that looked cool. Um, this one actually really got me interested um, because this one versus 100 mode, I, I really like the sword fight thing in the Wii Sports Resort. I don't know if you guys remember yes. that. Yes. Yes. So this is what this is reminding me a lot of. Um, it's, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, so that looks pretty. sounds like it's pretty interesting. And then there's going to be um, two different online modes. The party match mode, which sounds fucking cool because you can have up to 20 people in a lobby together. Um, it wow. can You can link two switches or i'm sorry 10 switches together and you can have up to two people per switch so up to 20 people per lobby <laughs> could be fucking really cool i think that i think infendo game night yeah, yeah no they're kidding, definitely right? they're definitely uh kind of gunning for the smash brothers mario kart yeah market sure this for sure, yeah. for sure. <clears throat> and then the last mode that they announced um was the ranked mode and you know of course you know what that yeah. is. It's and there's your Splatoon throwing. Yeah, your, sure. your hardcore mic, uh, you know, mic players go on and get their VR as high as they can or whatever it's going to be called in yeah. this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much all the stuff that they um, that they talked about. They did really um, reveal two new playable characters, like I mentioned before. So that brings the total to ten. Um, and Good. yeah, guys. Uh, so n- now that I'm done talking, what do you guys think of all this shit? Well. Um, okay, I'm going to go. Um, <laughs> for me, it, it brings back like the warm fuzzies of why I had so much fun with like uh, Mario Tennis 64, for example. Like I loved the extra modes in those games, and even like the GameCube one had that. It, it's fun to have a game that isn't just like a main mode in your game. Like how they added battle mode to Mario Kart. It's nice to have extra stuff to do that keeps the game fresh, because otherwise you're just punching people for, you know, two hours and then getting bored of it. Yeah. Right. So yeah, um, my I, my hype is very real. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched the direct yet. Full disclosure, so my hype isn't quite there yet. But it is um, encouraging to see that they are putting so much into this game, and it isn't just going to be the throwaway, you know, Wii Sports boxing yeah. plus that it looked like it was going to be. Right. Um, I don't have a Switch, so it's kind of a non-issue for me. Hopefully, by the time I have a Switch, I will have a better idea what ARMS is like and will, you know, know whether it's something I want. But if it's got online and all that, you know, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I, di- I did forget to mention one, um, <clears throat> one fact about the Direct, that there's going to be a global test fire. Excuse me, a global test punch. And there's going to be... 
Um, let's uh, see, one, two, three, four, five, six of them. Oh, come on, Justin. You know those are my kind of my kind of puns. <laughs> the, my, the best kind of puns. The worst kind of puns. Oh. Mike just gave us something that he demands we talk about because he's our boss. He says um, ARMS is ARMS is going to have a global test fire like Splatoon. So this really is like the next Splatoon. Oh, yeah, that's what Eugene was just saying. I was, though, where were you 10 seconds ago? <laughs> Sorry, I was, reading, I was reading what Mike uh, is writing like as, as he's writing as it. As Eugene is saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so there is going to be a global test punch, and um, there's going to be six of them. So the first one is going to be May 26th, so that's already coming up... Um, Next week, actually, next oh, Friday. Stupid cat. And then, so that's going to run all weekend. So it's going to be the 26th, the 27th, and the 28th. And then there's going to be another nice. one from June 2nd to June 4th. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't see where people's negativity is coming from in this game because I'm actually hearing a lot of it, not just... I mean, I've heard a little bit on the group me. I, I was kind of teasing about that earlier. But online, like on Twitter, I'm noticing that a lot of people just aren't quite getting hype for arms you know so i don't know i think it's i i can talk about that because i'm not hyped about arms actually (laughs) so what's your reason it just hasn't sold me still it doesn't it like i watch the trailers i look at the gameplay it looks awesome i love that it's customizable it reminds me of smash in a lot of ways where you can kind of you know play how you want to it (laughs) just doesn't look like something that i'm personally interested in though um, so See, I'm, I'm hoping that the test punch will actually sell me on it because I am unlike Splatoon, unlike Splatoon one actually going to do the test punch. Yeah, to me it just kind of feels like it's fear of the unknown for a lot of people. Like I think when you actually get to play it, you'll probably get a, at least a little excited for it. And that's what but, I'm hoping. Um, I I want to pl- I want to want this game. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think a big part of it is, like, people want something new right up until something new is announced, and then they say it looks stupid, and they're not interested in it, you know? It's just kind of how we are. That, just give it a try, you know? <laughs> and that's and that's where I'm at. I keep saying, yeah, I want something new, I want something new, and now I've got something new, and I'm like, I don't care. So well, I think, that's uh, why I'm going to give it a try. I think the fact that Nintendo is, like, literally going to be pushing this down our throats for, like, the next year, like, you know you're just going to be nonstop hearing about, like, oh, this new thing was announced for ARMS today. Like, it's going to be like Splatoon. Even if it's not as successful as Splatoon, mm-hmm. I feel like Nintendo's going to make you, you know, play this game. Yes. <laughs> they seem they seem like they've got that real, like, we are going to make you like this game attitude. and. Now, on one hand, I think that's kind of admirable. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it did work for Splatoon. Like, even if you weren't super into it, I feel like most people who had a Wii U played Splatoon because, you know, it was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most people who didn't have a Wii U had heard of Splatoon and knew oh, that yeah. it was this big, exciting, well, phenomenal game all around the and, world. So, yeah, And I frankly, think- I think a thing that this game has in favor of Splatoon is Splatoon was a shooter, and shooters are popular, but this is more like a fighting game. It's not like a true fighting game, like a 2D, you know, yeah. hardcore fighting game. But it is a game that seems like it's going to have a really strong competitive base. And, uh, yeah. you know, competitive gamers really make things popular. And I have so. a... F- and like, kind of like a, you were going uh, um, at, Lucas, I really agree with you there. Because this has the potential to be something that is, you know, featured at your Evos or, you know, even their, your own dedicated tournaments. Just because of... Oh, all, yeah, easy. Y- yeah, because of the, I mean, just think about all of the um, 
I, I, uh, clearly you guys haven't seen the direct, so you, you guys don't know all the weapon combinations and everything, but they, they talked about a lot of different um, arms that you can equip um, your, mm-hmm. your, you know, your fighters. And, mm-hmm. each, and on yeah. top of that, each fighter, um, uh, gosh, I, where are my fucking words tonight? Each... <laughs> I was going to say, I can help you with this one if you need some help. <laughs> well, yeah, go ahead. Why don't you take it from here? Because clearly um, I can't speak. They've, there's the mechanics that are actually in the game sound really cool. You've got like, you know, three types of arms. You've got like light, uh, you know, heavy and like really heavy or whatever they were called. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) in order to block a punch, you have to, your, your arm that you're going to block with has to be as heavy or heavier than the arm that's hitting you. So you have to decide based on that, you know, am I going to dodge or am I going to block? Right. And, you know, each arm has different powers. So, like, there's an electric one that'll stun you. There's, a, you know, a, a cold one, I can't, the frozen one or whatever, that'll, you know, freeze you or slow you down or something. And there's different combinations of abilities and weights and all that kind of stuff that... Uh, <laughs> you know, you can equip to your fighters, and each fighter, each of the ten fighters, has their own unique ability on top of all the different arms you can customize with them. Well, that's that's cool. That's a lot of customization. It is. And that's what has me kind of interested in it, because it's like, it seems like I can just play any way I want to play. And can I just say that I feel like Nintendo has been really hitting the mark with that for the last few years with the customization. Like, ever since they started adding, um, you know, like, customizable sets in Mario Kart, it just opened mm-hmm. up, like, a world of possibilities for, you know, oh, I like this setup with this character, I like yeah. using this. It's not just like, oh, I like playing heavy, so I always play as Bowser. It's like, you have options, and they've been yeah, doing like that more and a... more. They did it with Zelda, they did it with ARMS now, they did it mm-hmm. with Splatoon. There's a big thing in the in the Mario Kart community of fat guy little bike. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, and... and, and that wasn't a thing before all this customization. It used to be just, you know, you pick a big guy, you get a big cart, and, you know, that's what you get. But, yeah, like, now you can put somebody with a high top speed on a vehicle with a high acceleration and, you know, you know narrow turn radius and, you know, have an almost unstoppable. Yeah. Right. I mean, I will still beat you online if you come out here with, that, with that Morton trash. But you know, yeah, no, definitely. I don't, I don't play as Peach or anything. No, it's cool. Um, but but that's the thing, you know. There's customization, and there's going to be like top tier and stuff, and that, that's all good for Nintendo because Nintendo needs that like competitive interest. You know? Absolutely. And I think right. that's what the Switch is trying to do in general is. Like, the Switch is trying to be the system that's a little bit more of a video game system than, like, the Wii or even, you know, the Wii U was. Yeah. It's like, it's not just, hey, bring it out for parties with, like, your mom and your sister and everything. It's like, hey, come, you know, to Evo and have an arms tournament. parties with your mom. Oh, God. Uh, and it begins. <laughs> that's no, but what it's, she it's, says. Everybody but they're trying to be... But they're trying Sorry, to like, be not just... A, no, it's fine. They're trying to be not just a casual system, but also a system that can appeal to, you know, quote-unquote gamers again. And that's got to be good for them. I think, And it seems to be working, because, yeah. I mean, look mm-hmm. at how well the Switch is selling mm-hmm. with, you know, people who had no interest in the Wii or the Wii U. You know, I've got friends... I have a friend who uh, had a Wii for about a year, sold it. Had never even bought a Wii U, and he went right out and got a Switch because oh. it just fit his 
gameplay style. Well, you know, think about oh, it. Yeah. I, know, I, I know we're kind of going off on a tangent here, but the, the Switch just... Hey, we need the time. The, yeah. Well, the, the, the Switch makes sense, though, you know? Like, when you showed somebody the Wii U or, like, they watched a commercial on it, they either asked you, okay, do how much is that tablet that I can buy for my Wii? Or yeah. they just they, they thought, oh, cool, I can take this big old tablet with me on the go and play it with me. Uh, yeah. See, and then, like, the messaging on the Switch is very clear, you know? Like, it just makes sense. Okay. Two I mean, part, it's really the first part. time... It's really the first time in years that Nintendo's... That a Nintendo system has done exactly what you expect it to do. Yeah. Let me do a two-parter here, because part one, Eugene, um, when I first saw the Wii U promo on, you know, the E3 video that they showed us, I thought it was an attachment for the Wii. <coughs> I didn't, I didn't know that it was its own oh, system. So, Lucas, and, I, was, I, I was literally at that E3, I was in the audience, and I thought yeah. it was an attachment to the Wii. Well, because they, like, they were like, play with the new controller, game with the new controller, and I was like, so it's a controller? Or, yeah. I, uh... Well, and, and got, my other point show... I wanted to make... Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I, I, go, well, I, I was, have nothing. Go ahead. I was just going to say, when the Wii U was coming out, Nintendo's big thing, like their their catchphrase was, you got to play it to understand it. we got to get it into the hands of gamers, because once you play it, you'll understand it. That's not the case with the Switch. Right off the bat, people saw the Switch, and they were like, I want to have this system. Yes. There, there was none of that, you know, get it into the gamers' hands, and they'll get it thing. Like, people got it right away, and that was a big draw. With the Wii U, they, they really were kind of banking on the fact that, like, people would play it and be like, I want to have this, but... Really, you well, just bought with, a Wii U if you wanted to play the newest Nintendo games. Well, right, and that's the, well, that was the problem, was they named it Wii U because they thought, well, the Wii was successful, and so we will call it Wii U because all the people who got a Wii are going to want a Wii U, and and well, they ended up, like you said, confusing the the less informed market as to what it actually was. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and again, not to get us even farther off topic here, but like I think that was Nintendo's honest attempt at branding, and at, you know, becoming like the Xbox and the PlayStation, and just having like a solid system, but it, it just didn't work. And I don't think Nintendo could really ever create like a solid brand of system. I think they almost have to constantly be coming up with new naming techniques for their systems because you know nobody's going to want to switch two; they're going to want something brand new. Hey, they remember, just expect it from Nintendo. Remember when there was the big push to name what was still called Project NX the Nintendo Entertainment System as like a throwback. Yeah. 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 I, I, I would have I would have been okay with them calling it just the Nintendo or something, but I I like, kinda like the Switch name. I'm it's gr- it's grown on well, me for sure. The the Switch it makes oh, yeah. sense though, because you say to someone, you know, have you seen the Switch? Well what's that? You show them the trailer and they instantly get what the Switch is and why it's named the Switch. There's none of this I still don't know why the Wii U is called the Wii U. Because <laughs> yeah. it's how you will play next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Except let, only for, you know, what, 12 million people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I we can always, we can just call it the NS, I guess, if we really like the NX name, because Nintendo Switch. But I don't think ah. that's going to catch on. <laughs> we'll start it here on the on the Infendo Radio podcast. See how far it grows. All all four of our listeners. That that's how far it'll go. So, anyways, guys, um, we are going to pretty much close out of this um, Nintendo Direct news and the news in general. I think, um, unless there's anything else you guys wanted to talk about, arms here. 
I think we've kind of armed ourselves. Out. We've stretched this conversation. Oh, as far as yes, go. yes, yes, you did. Yes, you did. So let's check in with uh, this, this. This podcast is simultaneously beautiful and painful. <laughs> this is why I'm Eugene's favorite. <laughs> let's check in with the chat here because this seems relevant now. So Heather White um, wrote in, and she wrote, "So after arms, will they come out?" Uh, will they come <laughs> after arms comes out? Will they follow it with legs? Huh? God, I hope so. <laughs> God, I hope um, so. That could be the M rated, the M rated well, Nintendo title. I was going to say, is the so. next one going to be breasts? <laughs> oh God, that that is exactly the comment I expected from Mister Justin. But uh, <laughs> well, we already discussed the dead or alive tie-in, so you know we're halfway there. <laughs> I I um I'm a fan here of this one guy, uh, Wacko Lead, who I have no idea who this is. Who goes, did you idiots not watch? You didn't talk about Splatoon single player at the end of the Direct. It didn't show on mine, so I actually didn't even see it. Yeah, I have no what, what no idea what you're talking about, Mr. Wacko. So that, that was I, not... I have a feeling he's just insane. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. We're just going to ignore him for now. Everybody in the chat, just scroll down. Just ignore the crazy man. Um, we're going to be right back, guys, and we're going to take a break here, and we're going to play some Nintendo tunes when we get back. And Justin is our host tonight, so here we go. Alright, and we are back to, uh, what is the name of the show again? Infendo Radio! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to do too many things to get this all set up. And, were you going to uh, play it's Grunty? Furnace fun? I'm getting to it. I haven't introduced the show yet. <laughs> usually Eugene plays it while he's talking about the show. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't usually hear it because I don't listen to the podcast. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> da, 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 and all right, we're all right, back. Fine. All right, there. There it is. Does that, that make everybody happy? <laughs> A little bit. All right, let me just make sure that my recording is picking this up. I'm getting happier as we go, so. It appears to be picking it up. Hang on. Sorry, it's kind of loud. Wow, that's loud. Ah! All right. Justin, is this your first time doing this? Because Eugene it's usually does it first, really well. It's my first time doing it with this setup. All right. So, uh, this is Nintendoons, and let's just get the fuck started. <laughs> All right. Oh, and I thought I was bad. <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm dealing with a whole new set of apps going here, so I gotta I know. Thank relearn you. everything. Thank All you. All right, let's see here and go. I played this fucking game, Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> I would. I'm I'm surprised if you have. Is this but, hook? Um, this is hook. Yes. Wait, Jesus. Eugene it's on the right. board with the first one. <laughs> I think it might be Hook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even get to my favorite music from the game. That's, let's a, see, let's, that's a terrible let's game, by the way. Oh, it's a terrible game, but it had some great music. Hey. Oh, that's a good game. That's a, that's from, like, the treehouse level or whatever. That's from the caves. Oh. Gentis, I just want you to know that this entire thing is going to be Eugene and Justin having old man time and <laughs> ignoring any game beyond, like, 1986. <laughs> So, is this a good time for me to get Box Boy? Shit, I don't even have my Switch in here. What the hell? <laughs> hey, hey, man, Hook didn't even come out till like, 1992 or something like that, the movie, so... 
It's at and least yet that it old. feels so old. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's see here. Um, I agree with Keegan here, who says someone needs to gorge my ears out with a rusty spoon. Quality, <laughs> uh, quality commenting. He is one of my employees, so you know. He's having fun. Chrono Trigger? It is not Chrono Trigger. Hmm. It is newer than Chrono Trigger. Chrono Cross? <laughs> Damn it, I was going to say that. That is not a Nintendo game. What console did this come out of? Uh, this would be... Well, it... The to answer that question, I might have to give away the answer. It originally came out on the Wii. Hmm. I feel like I might have played this game. Music might change if I skip ahead. Give me a second. Nope. It does not change. Alright. Let's see. I want to find one that's not going to be too... Now I know I Oh, this it. sounds familiar. It's not Triforce Heroes, is it? It is not Triforce Heroes. That was not on the Wii. No, it wasn't. Good point. I've got nothing. Nothing? Anybody care to venture a guess? We're up to 30 seconds in this one. Is it I don't like, think I've ever heard it's of It's not Galaxy 2, is it? it no. Is not Galaxy 2. Alright, let's see. Let's see if I can get something a little more familiar here. Maybe turn it down just a tiny bit. Except for on this track, because I can't hear it anyways. <laughs> oh god, this sounds like such an RPG. Donkey Kong no Country. This sounds like a Donkey Kong Country game. Is, this is a Returns, can, is it? It is Donkey Kong Country Returns. Uh, yeah, I told you I knew my Donkey Kong. <laughs> I hate I, all of you, except was, you, Eugene, you're cool. <laughs> I you was, got that one, Lucas? I was no, kind of Steve. Yeah, that was totally... Nope, Steve. it was Lucas. <laughs> Whatever, Lucas. <laughs> I was, learning I was really going to say Donkey Kong, too, but I just I, I was just didn't want to sound stupid no, this, on the first couple this of tracks. Is, this is the temple theme from Donkey it, Kong Country 1, but it's it's in returns as can well. I, can, I, can I real talk us for a second here? You all keep saying that like you're still learning our voices. How are you still learning our voices? <laughs> I, fi I finally know you. Once, yeah, like, we start doing, once we start doing video chat, it might be a little easier because I don't have a face to associate the voices with. I'm the black guy. Lucas is the... Uh... <laughs> hey, Keegan, put in the chat note... how often you have to listen to Donkey Kong at work. Wait, that's not the one I want. All right, black guy, which one is this? <laughs> NBA 2017. Nope. <laughs> oh, shit. Is it an NBA game? It is it not an, like NBA an NBA game. game. Damn you, I hate you. <laughs> this isn't like Jet Set Radio or something, is it? It is not Jet, Jet Set Radio. Give me a minute, I'm uh, ticking things off the checkboxes here. Alright, let's try the first one I clicked on. Let 
let me know when you guys are ready for a hint. I'm ready. Ready for a hint. All right, I'll let you guys choose. I can give you genre or console. Give me console. Console is Nintendo 64. Ooh. This isn't Tonic Trouble, is it? It is not Tonic Trouble. What is it going to go to? I don't even know what that is. Of course you don't. I've got nothing. Gex? Is it Gex 64? It is not Gex. God, why can't you pick something humans have played? I'm going to jump into one of my favorites here. I stand by my theory that this is Gex. <laughs> it is not Gex. It is a racing game for the Nintendo Well, I know 64. what it is because Mike just told me in the chat. So Wave I'll, race? So I'm not going to play. It's Guys, I think it's Beetle Adventure Racing. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Is that your final answer? Yep, that's my final answer. It is not Beetle Adventure Racing. <laughs> I hate you, Mike. Uh, that's awesome. I'm curious whether Mike actually knows it, because I, I looked to see what he said before I started is, asking. Is Mike going to get a point, really, even though he's not on the show, if he guesses it in the chat? Since no, bullshit. Him? I'm not even <laughs> looking at the chat. All right, one more, and then we're giving up. This is the title screen music. This isn't like F-Zero, is it? It is not F Zero. It is the sequel to an arcade game that was released on the N sixty four, but the sequel was an N sixty four exclusive. Oh my god. Was it like Cruisin' World or something? It is not Cruisin' World. The uh, developer was Midway. It was an arcade racer. And its notable its notable feature was the fact that the cars would take damage and eventually explode. I've already said F-Zero. <laughs> it's not F-Zero. Alright, is this, uh, are we calling it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think we're calling it. It is Rush 2 Extreme Racing USA, the sequel to San Francisco Rush. Oh, oh my god, I totally knew that. <laughs> you just didn't give Mike me enough time too. to answer. I have to stump you guys somehow. Alright. Um, let's see, I got about six minutes before I have to reset, so, uh. Alright, let's see here. English. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shit. I shouldn't have picked this one. Why? I don't know it. Sounds like Metroid of some sort. Well, he's quiet, so it's probably Metroid of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> Super Metroid. Um, no. I'm just going to let Steve have this one. I'm not even going to guess Zero anything. Mission. It is Zero Mission. There we go. I know. I, I knew I had played that game. <laughs> <laughs> I, sh I shouldn't have picked a, such a note, uh, a recognizable boss music theme. That's okay. Mike Might is wrong, wrong. Mike is wrong again, it. so... Mike has minus two <laughs> points. No, minus three points already, because he guessed the wrong San Francisco rush again. Wow, Mike sucks at this game. <laughs> okay, yeah. He's trying to throw us off, is what he's doing. No, he's not. 
he's just he's just trying to cover his ass. <laughs> okay, and uh, and I forget again which one of the white guys had the higher voice. Hey, that's me, Steve. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so this means oh Lucas is still at zero. <laughs> yep. All right. Lucas is playing the role of Steve tonight. Yeah, I never do well when Justin hosts. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Maybe that one should have been pretty easy. All right. Let's see. Just throw that out there. Mega Man X2? No. Mega, Mega Man, Man something? It's a Mega Man game, isn't it? No. Really? It sounds Capcom y. It is not Capcom y. <laughs> Hmm. I like it, whatever it is. You're going to have to give me a hint, though, or give me another track. Yeah, all right. Let me give you another track here. Um, try to find one that isn't... There are a few of these that are going to just be dead giveaways. I'm trying to avoid them. <laughs> this sounds familiar. Hmm. All right, are we ready for hints? Yeah, I'm gonna need a hint. Sure. I, 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 I'm assuming you've all guessed that this is an NES game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which was also released on the Game Boy and the Master System. Castlevania? No, it's not Castlevania. It is not Castlevania. Oh, is it Metal Gear? That sounds so Capcom. It is not Capcom. <laughs> Right, so the, it's not is Metal, it Metal Gear? Gear? The, it is not Metal Gear. The uh, the publisher was JVC. If I give you the developer, it might be a giveaway. Hmm. It kind of reminds me of Home Alone, but I don't think that was an NES game. Uh, or a Game Boy game. I really like this it, music. It was a Game Boy game. I have the Game Boy game. I'm, yeah, I really right. like this music a lot, so whatever it is, it's good shit. Was right. it a good game? It, it had its moments. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys might wait. Hang on. If you hmm. don't recognize this music, you've probably never played the game. Hmm. This one is right, kind so of. It is a licensed game based on a movie. It's this kind of sounds like Indiana Jones, but I thought that was a Super Nintendo. No, I don't know what it is. It's not Indiana Jones, is it? It is not Indiana Jones, but you're getting closer. Maybe this one. Oh shit, which Star Wars? Oh my god, Star Wars! <laughs> okay. I don't think any of us got the point though. That no. wasn't really fair. Uh, Lucas, you blurted that out first, right? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, again, like, that's like playing freaking, I don't know. Something really obvious. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I was. If you guys didn't get it from that, I was going to give you the title music. So, oh, that, you know what? That wouldn't I, I have take, counted. I take the point because I need a point. So I'm good with point. that. Yeah, I'm good with that too. All I right, just didn't uh, get there quite as quick as you did. All right, I'm gonna I do like a how little. Mike is uh, like in the. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do a reset? little. Uh, uh, yeah, reset on my 
audio here. I don't have to leave, though, so give me a minute. Okay, sounds yeah, good. I, I can use this time to point out that I like that Mike is in the comments, like, every time going, Come on, guys! Jeez! <laughs> <laughs> and yet he hasn't gotten a single one right. And according to <laughs> yeah, Heather, I'm in the lead. Is that still true? <laughs> uh, or is, I don't know. It, or is it just because she's rooting have? for me today? I've only got one. I think she just likes I've got yeah. two. And I've got one, so yeah, you're in the lead. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. All right, ten tunes is broken. What happened? <laughs> Somebody else is uh, hosting it. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start all my right. timer again, Justin, whenever you play the next song. So just... Um, all right. I already have restarted my timer, so okay, uh, cool. I'm good. All right. Let's see. I'm going to let you guys choose the system. You can choose between NES, Game Boy, Super Game Boy. NES, or N64. Game Boy. N64. I'm gonna choose. Uh, I'm gonna choose NES. Well, you so suck we all because chose <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to to vote. All right, so nobody picked Super NES. No. Yep. All right, that's, that's what the we're one doing. I'm going with. Okay. Yay! <laughs> this will be fun. Wait, I had one for Super NES. Oh, that's right. I have to go through YouTube on this one. All right. Um. Work hard. Play hard. Work hard. Play. Hard. <laughs> all right. Oh god, that one's loud. A little lower, buddy. That's good. Is this... Wait, Super Nintendo? Yep. I wanted to say it's Mario Golf, but that wasn't on the Super Nintendo, so... No. Hmm. Mario RPG? No. Nope. No. Either give me another oh. a song or give me a hint. All right, we'll give you another song. Or turn it down a little more. <laughs> yeah, probably. Kirby Putt Putt Golf, that Kirby Golf game. Kirby Dream nope. Course. No, not Kirby Dream Course. Mm. All right, uh, let's see, a hint. Um, I could say it was simultaneously released on NES, Super NES, and Game Boy, but I'm not sure that would help because in the area, in the era that, no, well, no, yeah, that would help because it was Wario's still an NES game. Woods? Nope. It was a Nintendo published game though. Hmm. Yoshi Cookie. It's not Yoshi Cookie, but you are in the right ballpark. Yoshi. Yoshi Safari. Uh, nope. It's, Is it uh, like Doctor Mario or something? Uh, it. I'll just come out and say it. It is a puzzle game. You are all kind of bouncing around it. It sounds so much like a Kirby game. And it's not Yoshi? It is not Yoshi. Okay. Hmm. Panel de Pond? Nope. Um, no. This is a, a license that Nintendo had, milked, and lost. But... It is still very much associated with Nintendo systems. Is it Tetris Attack? It is not Tetris Attack, which would also be paneled upon, by the way. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not Puyo right, we'll Puyo, two, is it? We'll try two more. What was your guess? It's Puyo Puyo too new. Uh, it is not... Oh yeah, that couldn't be on the Nintendo. Is it Tetris, or like... Tetris 2 or something? There we go, Tetris 2. Oh my god! <laughs> nice. Tetris is associated with Nintendo? Well, I guess technically. Well, they, they bought the license to release it in the US, and uh, they 
put the name Tetris on so many different games that eventually the the holding company was like, yeah, we're taking this back now. Because, <laughs> yeah. huh. you know, you had stuff like Tetris 2 and Tetris Attack, neither of which had anything to do with Tetris. And Alright, so that hmm. was another one for Eugene. So far it is tied. Let's see, there was one, there was one that n- n- nobody got. And then it, Eugene got two, Steve got two, and Lucas got one. Yeah, it's two, two, one. All right. I'm I just going to have sure you know not... I pulled that one right up out of my ass. <laughs> I could I could tell. Well, we guessed like every puzzle. Game, so. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, I did the same thing with Star Wars. Sure. <laughs> All right. Let's see. What, what NES game should I go with? I'm going to go with the one that I was playing this afternoon. Uh, DuckTales. Oh. I feel like I know uh, this. Uh, Mickey's Mascapade? Bobble Bobble? No, no, and no. This is probably an obscure one, but I had it when I was a kid, so... Anyone? Funky! I've got nothing. I do love the music from this game. Alright, let's see. Oh god, I definitely played this game. <laughs> if you if you played this game, you probably spent a lot of time in this mode. Yeah, that's pro- I, I, this song right here. I fucking know. Don't tell me it's Paperboy. Is it? Is it Bust a Move? <laughs> it is not Bust a Move. Uh, no. Fuck! What is it? I'm actually running out of music for this game, man. And it's not Paperboy. It is not Paperboy. I'm gonna be so mad when you tell me what this game is. I don't think I've ever played this game. <laughs> You're gonna have to give me a guesses? hint or something. Uh, yeah, I just happen to think. Um, I don't know what sort of hint to give you. It's kind of uh, it's obscure, but it's not. Is right, this paneled upon? <laughs> it is not paneled upon. All right, this is the last track of music I have, and then I'll just dump all the hints I have <laughs> on you right there. All right. Is it, it Zoda's is... Revenge? No. It is a pinball game. If oh, you... God. <laughs> is it going pin... to assume it's not Sonic's pinball? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, it's not just pinball, no is it? It's not pinball. It was not made by Nintendo. It was a third-party game. It had it had a casino mode. It had a battle mode, which was the music that you recognized, Eugene, where you had one set of flippers on either side of the screen, and you had to bat it back and forth with different uh, obstacles and traps you could set. Yeah, this there was is... a sports mode that sort of kind of simulated... Um, you know, sports and pinball. I, 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 I got nothing. I, I just, my, I'm drawing a blank here. The game was, should I reveal it? Yeah. The game Probably. Was, the game was Rockin' Ball. Oh my god. I know exactly the game. And you know why I played that battle mode is because my cousin had that game. 
so I actually never owned it. So whenever I would go over to his house, that's what we would play. And you know, you'd play the the two player mode. Fucking a. Oh yeah. I am, that... I am so happy I was a '90s child. <laughs> oh, Rock and Ball was great. You missed out. That's the one that had like yeah. the like the kid jumping or something like on the cover. Oh yeah, you could pick your character, and each character had like special abilities as they often did yeah that was actually a really cool game i i I do remember that game it was so obscure and i got it for like christmas or birthday or something like that i'm like what the hell is this and then i couldn't stop funny little anecdote about that game i was playing it one time and the ball got stuck on a bumper for about (laughs) 10 minutes oh god and the and the counter maxed out and i took a photograph of it and of course this is long before there was digital you know cameras or anything like that and uh, i meant to have the picture developed and send it into nintendo for you know all those high score things and just always forgot to do it (laughs) well you still have time now you got twitter and scanner so (laughs) eugene eugene can i just point out that um steve is having this really like touching moment where like his employee wants him to win and everything and i think we should totally crush that so let's let's you and me team up and hey, take he- him down okay heather wants me to win too it's not just Keegan. well it's yeah heather i'm too. feeling i'm feeling the love all around it's actually kind of hurting me so i kind of want to lose I... out of pure jealousy at this point. they know i stand a chance for a change i am the grooce to your link and i am going to take you down <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, Windwaker. That's Twilight <laughs> Princess. Nope, it? Steve is right. Fuck! That's that's Moldaga. Oh yeah, that's Moldaga. Oh yeah, his name is. Yep. I I figured Son of a the, bitch. that the boss was obscure enough that. That is, but, but, the, in, but then the music was just <laughs> that. Well, it's, it's in Smash Bros. It's also or Lucas. You're thinking of uh, Hyrule Warriors Legends. Yeah, mm. I think I was. Damn it! Well, I'm not taking Wind Waker off of my list because let's face it, I can still use it at this point. <laughs> or Wind Waker HD. I don't know which version you pulled that from, but it doesn't matter. It was from the original. <laughs> official soundtrack to the original Wind Waker, but it doesn't matter because the soundtracks were identical, so they did not enhance the soundtrack for the HD version. Okay, good to know. I didn't want to lose my point. I did a couple of little adjustments. I didn't want to lose my point for saying the wrong iteration of the game. (laughs) Iteration is fine, it's just when you name one and not its sequel, which it actually was, and shared absolutely no music with the original. Uh, This is never going away, is it? No. (laughs) Uh, All right. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> oh I fuck. Like it. <laughs> That's a good song. Um, oh fuck. Is this oh, the Weather really? Channel or the News Channel or It's one of those. <laughs> no, it's it's that it's that me the one Check where you make your own me channel. Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, this is he, uh, Steve was 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 reaching you, for it, but Eugene. Well, but Eugene got first. the title, so Eugene gets it. Are you sure? Yes, Eugene uh, got the title. I didn't. All right. Oh, that was a. Uh, you, uh, you, Eugene, did you get that one because of what Steve was saying? No, or? I knew it was one of the channels for fucking sure. Yeah, I just yeah, didn't know which one. Out channels left and right. All right. I did. So. I didn't realize what it was till he said the word channel, and that's when it hit me. So. So we are. 
We are Fuck. on the final round. Currently, Eugene and Steve are tied for three. <sighs> Lucas has one, and then you guys missed two of them. So, so uh, why don't we pull a uh, what do you what do you call it? A family feud. And if Lucas gets this one, he gets two points. <laughs> that sounds fair. Okay. <laughs> why not? We just make up the rules as we go. Because yeah, I have a lot of music listed here because of all the failures I've had with my uh, with my setup. But so all far, right. all like we're having hope... is no- nothing but success, so I like it. It's it's like your hope chest of someday I'll get to host Nintendo. <laughs> all right. Let's see. This one. Kind of loud. Donkey Kong 94. I didn't even have a chance to check and see who said that. Yeah, that was Steve. So that was Steve. What the hell is Donkey Kong 94? Donkey Kong on the Game Boy. <sighs> and Steve that, wins it. <laughs> is that the airplane level? That is the uh, the first four levels of the last world. When you okay, so that's the tower. Or, no, yeah, the tower. Or the, was it first four or last four? Whatever it was, it was, yeah, yes. it was you're scaling, scaling the tower. Thank you. Guys, the prophecy wow. has been fulfilled. We need to prepare for the great calamity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. Once Champions again, to uh, once again, I was hoping to be—I was hoping to be able to get some more music out of uh, Donkey Kong '94 because uh, that is an amazing soundtrack. It is an amazing soundtrack. <laughs> oh my! I have—I spent so much time playing those tower levels. It's not even funny. <sighs> Wow, and I still have more than enough music listed here to do another tune in ten tunes. So <laughs> All right, whenever, folks, we're going, guys, uh, we're going full. <laughs> when it, whenever you guys don't know what to do or can't get anything working, um, I'm here for you. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, here comes the chat on their 15 second delay, congratulating Steve. I'm I'm not happy about it. I ain't happy. I'm I'm angry. <laughs> Chat. And ladies and gentlemen, that was Nintendo. <laughs> that was a pretty tight one, except for Lucas. <laughs> so, so those of you who were uh, actually paying attention to chat, did Mike get any of them? Still no. Mike wasn't really trying. Yeah. Or well, that's what he'll tell you, at least. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he doesn't want to give all the answers away and ruin it, ruin it for everyone. He hates spoilers. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't so know do why he considers spoilers, but he hates them. <laughs> and we're back to last night. <laughs> oh, jeez. Every, everybody, um, that's been Nintendo Tunes. Uh, Steve got his first win. Congrats, Steve. Actually, really congrats. That was uh, pretty you. awesome. Yeah, that was... That, you were yeah, The I ones that you got, you got right off the bat. Yeah, like, right. really. I'm actually it, kind of proud of you, Steve. It only <laughs> took me eight weeks. I would be I would be proud of you if I didn't hate you right now so much. But uh, that's oh, it. Try. That's it, guys. We are done with Nintendo Tunes, um, and we'll be right back and we'll talk about the games we've been playing in Nintendo. Change the system. AKA, right. we'll be right back and we'll talk about Zelda for the ninth week in a row. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Infendo Radio. I am not I your host, we- Eugene. I love how we all get the announcer voice <laughs> out of absolutely um, nowhere. Like, that is that is Justin. You know him by now. He's interrupted Eugene like five times tonight. <laughs> but um, we are here to talk about Zelda because we have nothing else to talk about on this show. 
So tonight, <laughs> um, somebody who I already forgot, Justin, Justin had the beautiful idea to talk about the hardest shrine that we had to encounter so far. Because we are all kind of at that point in the game now where we're all like at 100 plus hours and we're all shrine hunting for those last few. Mm-hmm. So. Except for Mike, who, as you'll probably hear in the actual podcast, uh, got his just now. So yeah, congratulations, Mike. But for the rest of us, we're still desperately trying to find what few shrines remain. And these are oh, our I've stories. Hope- I've hopefully, got more than a few. Yeah, hopefully uh, Mike oh. remembers to... Uh, Go get his uh, his armor of the wild set. Now that he's accomplished all of that, did you just spoil the thing that he tried so hard not to spoil for us like ten seconds ago? <laughs> yes. Okay. Alrighty. Well, um, he's well, not anyway, listening, and he won't hear this for five days. So. <laughs> anyway, um, first before we get started, can I just ask, like, how many shrines do we all have left? Because I kind of want to do like size comparison with you guys now that I feel like I'm bigger. Uh-huh. That's what she said. I've, I've <laughs> got. We needed. That's what she said. I've got seven right shrines left, Lucas. I have eight. Wait, how many? Seven. Okay, I also have eight. I had I... eight. <laughs> I am no, looking. I know. I, I, yeah, I no, I was just... A, Eugene s- seemed to have stunned silence. So. <laughs> I've I've only found 60-some-odd shrines. I don't have the exact number because my Switch is in the other room tonight. Oh, damn. Okay. But, yeah, Ye- I have a long ways to go still. Steve, <laughs> I'm both happy and disappointed. Get on. I've, I've been sidetracked with other stuff, but we'll talk about that later. Right. All right. Well, for now, we're going to talk about what shrine gave us the most difficulty, and if it's okay with you guys, I'll go first, because mine is fresh in my mind. Hit it. All right, so last night, actually, while I was testing stuff out with Steve, I spent, like, the longest time I've spent close to a shrine, but not able to find it. Mm. Once I hit, like, a hundred shrines, I turned on my, like, shrine detector thingy, Yeah. I found it really annoying at first, and I had it turned off. But now I've been kind of like desperately trying to find the rest of the shrines because I don't want to beat the game until I hit 120. And I know that I'm going to have to like start beating the game to get one of them because I know where it is, but enough about that. Um, anyway, I was up in Hebrew Mountains and my little shrine dinger went off. And I was oh like, oh, God. cool. There's, there's a shrine sti- somewhere nearby. <laughs> you might so be stealing my story. <laughs> I am on the wall of Hebra Mountain going into the mountain like, where is this shrine? I know it's on the inside of the mountain, but I don't know how to get there. And listening and, to uh, him do this last night was yeah, funny, I, by I the spent, way. I, I spent a good, like, 20 minutes looking for this shrine on the wrong side of the mountain, thinking there's there's got to <laughs> be a way into the mountain. Uh-huh. That, my, that was my thought from the beginning. There's got to be a way into the mountain. There's got to be, like, a rock wall I have to bomb or something. Well, finally, I'm like, you know what? Let me try the other side of the mountain. And <laughs> sure enough, there's a big old door that I have to roll a snowball into to open. Uh, okay. And, <laughs> I, like, I, like, I, I know I'm interrupting you, and, and I'm sorry, but it, you're not only are you stealing my story... <laughs> my, like, word for multiply, word? Multiply the amount of time searching by, like, ten. Oh, God. Oh, I'm God. pretty sure I spent hours looking for that shrine and found it by accident... Like 
weeks later. <laughs> well, when I finally found it, I, I gotta say, it was probably, like, my favorite shrine location I've found so far, because it's this big whale skeleton, like, in this subterraneous cavern. Oh, okay, yeah. I know exactly which one you're talking about. I'm trying to think of of, which, of uh, which shrine you're talking about, but yeah, I got that one. I, I Yeah, I know exactly which shrine you're talking about. It was it well. was super frustrating, but when I got it, I, like, I love it. It's, like, my favorite hangout spot in this game now. <laughs> that, um, and that, that'll probably solve it another one of my quests for me too the leviathan oh. one that see i was actually see i haven't even i haven't even found that yet i know there's got to be something to do with them because like i keep finding these leviathans mm -hmm. but i haven't yeah i know nothing it. about the leviathan i've seen the skeleton scattered about but here's here's my issue and i don't want to get too off topic here but i don't talk to a lot of npcs like in towns and stuff mm -hmm. so i've yet to really unlock a lot of quests outside of like you know what i get just from walking around and you know talking to key players so I've got a lot of stuff. I just found out you could play a golf mini game the other day. Or like today, oh, that's fun. Right. Yeah, that um, is but, a cool one. But if I could like really quickly share, Mike was telling me about one that he had a lot of trouble with, which was the five Rito children at Warbler's Nest mm -hmm. that you oh, have to yeah. get to like sing. He was telling me that it was this really big, involved quest that took like hours to get done. I didn't like... 15, 20 minutes, and it really right. wasn't hard at all. It was just yeah. So I, I don't I don't know why he had so much. I trouble I had with trouble with I it did, too, but... and and I'll tell you why because yeah. I I you know how you have to go find all the all the kids and you know tell them to go to the nest. Yeah. I was stuck. I couldn't find one of the fucking ones, and it was literally right at the shrine location. You can look up, and it's right on the mountains. Oh. You can see we'll the see. like the musical notes. I missed that somehow. Well, see, I um that was how I triggered the quest. Because I talked uh, to her first, because I went over and I saw the glowing thing, and I was like, yeah, oh, okay, I saw, well, here I saw she is. Her right and she's like, that and, yeah, she's, yeah, she's like, go find my sisters. And I'm like, oh, cool. But then I spent like 10 minutes trying to shoot arrows through the holes, because I didn't talk to like the one bird who's like, you have to blow wind into it, here's a leaf to, you know, do it. So I had more trouble actually shooting the, or trying to get the stones to whistle than I did, you know. Right. <laughs> So fun, funny side story to that. Last week when we were recording, I was in that exact spot and saw those rocks and saw the fingers up on top and was like shooting arrows through it, throwing bombs through it. I'm like, yeah. how the hell do I activate this thing? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I'm going to piggyback off of um, kind of both of your um, years here and um, talk about one of the ones that I liked. And so... First of all, the reason why I found that shrine, um, Lucas and Justin, is because there is a quest to find all the Leviathans. Um, I'm not going to tell you where it is or anything like that. I'll let you guys find that on your own. Um, is, it, is it a shrine quest to find all the Leviathans, or is it just a side quest? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a side quest. I don't have my Switch handy right now, so I can't, um, so I can't look that uh. up. The Leviathan quest is a side quest. I know that. Okay, sure. so no, yeah, there it is. All right. So yeah, I I was I was actually kind of taking a break from shrine hunting for a little bit and doing you know tightening up some of the shrine quests or side quests that I hadn't done, and that was one of the last ones I hadn't been able to find because you know I have found <coughs> all the other Leviathans, but I I couldn't find you know this one. And turns out that I was able to kill two birds with one stone. Like I was so fucking excited about that. So that was that was. That, for that reason, that was actually one of my favorite shrines that I found. But that's actually not the one that I want to talk about. The one I want to talk about, it might not have been the hardest shrine, but it was probably my favorite um, 
my my favorite type of shrine that you had to like kind of think about you know like and and figure out on your own so that's the five goddesses one or the whatever it's called and i know we've talked about it before five goddesses or the yeah. the five heroines or whatever or eight oh, heroines, seven heroines. Seven heroines, five is heroines, yeah. The one what? where you have to put the orbs into all the cups? Yes, yes. Wait, is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and then you have... But you have to do it by um, by the pattern on the orbs, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that one... It wasn't the hardest thing for to figure out, but, like, the... I don't know why. When you figure it out, it's so satisfying. It really, See, it's funny. Yeah. Really was. I, yeah. I, I heard you guys talking about that, and like, I got to that quest, and I did it, and I was like, well, that wasn't like satisfying at all. Like, I didn't get anything out of that when I did it, but I knew that you guys like loved that one. Well, so. see, maybe maybe for me it was because so I flew in from um, the Gerudo Tower, and you know, I I had seen that circle of statues for the longest time, and I just finally decided to um, go land on it. So the first thing that I did when I landed on it was I saw a balloon on the on one of the statues, and of course it was just a fucking Korok. So I, you know, I I was kind of excited about finding a Korok, <laughs> but, but at the same time I started climbing every single statue, thinking, okay, there's going to be more balloons and more Koroks on all these statues. Well, that didn't do me any good. So then I, after you know, 15 minutes doing that, and I finally get to the bottom of the of the statues, and I see that there's you know orbs that you can place into things. So then it c- starts to click in my head. And then, you know, I, I remembered when I was climbing from the time before, you know, looking for Koroks, uh, which I never found except for the w- fucking one, um, that there was symbols. And, like, it just kind of clicked in my head at that moment. I was like, oh, my mm. God, like, it, this, this means something. So then I grabbed a tissue box, I drew a circle on it, and then I started marking all the symbols. <laughs> And, I forgot about the tissue box. <laughs> yeah, oh and I God, started marking awesome. all the symbols, and then I grabbed and then I collected all the orbs, put them in the middle, and then you know I figured it out that way. But like, I don't know why it was so satisfying for me. Maybe because well, it, I had it, to like externally it's that aha moment. Yeah, it, it, like, it where, sounds where like a much sh- more. It, it sounds like a much more romantic adventure for you than it was for me. For me, it was like I talked to somebody in the village, and they're like, "Oh, there's seven guardians. You should go check that out." And it was like Shrine Quest active, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool. Shrine uh, time." And like, my, and I go there, and I'm like, "I'm yeah. like, oh, look, there's an orb and a pattern. Like, I got this." So. Yeah. See, my experience is similar to Eugene's, except you know, I wandered there, I wandered around, couldn't find anything of interest. I found one orb, couldn't figure out what to do with it, and left. And then a long time later, I found the quest of it. I'm like, all right, I've got to figure this one out because this was after I did the eighth heroine, mm. which was oh, an adventure in yeah. and of itself. Yeah, and uh, that's a cool one too, by the way. I've right. I've yet to do that. I found I haven't. Oh, I've got the quest and I've got the sword, but I haven't actually been able to find the yeah. heroine. Oh, yeah, I found the sword long before I found her, and that will actually keep the photo, because that will come in handy later. Yeah, but, I heard you guys talking about that, so I saved it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it, for me it was, like like you said, that, that aha moment of, you know, it's like, what do I do with this? You First, you're, you just see all the statues have no idea what they mean. 
And then you find out there's a quest involved, and you see the thing in the middle. It's mm-hmm. like, there's got to be orbs, but you only find one, and then you start climbing things, and then none of the orbs work, and then right. you notice the symbols. Like, it's that kind of piecing things together that I loved about that one. <laughs> yeah, that's... And see, maybe that's... I think you're kind of right there, Lucas, because the way that I... <clears throat> that Justin and I found it was kind of organically, and the way you went there was because somebody told you to. And maybe that's a fault of the game, who knows, but I mean... I don't know. It, 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 I, I really enjoyed that, that quest. That was probably one of my favorite shrine quests that I, that I have done in the whole game. So, Well, that, that was the one I was going to talk about, was the uh, seven heroines. Mm-hmm. Really? I, wow. I actually didn't, I didn't get the shrine quest until after I'd gotten the shrine. I, mm. di- I flew in from the tower. Um, Eugene, it was you that did that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I flew in from the tower, found the statues, saw the first orb. You know, I was like, well, I wonder what this is all about. And then I noticed that the orb had a symbol and the statues had a symbol. So then I started trying to track down orbs and I could not find the last orb. It took me about 25 <laughs> minutes to find the final orb. And that's when I was like, okay, this is awesome. Right. Yeah, it's a... That was a cool one for me. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that you didn't like it as much as we did, Lucas. But I mean, you know, that's just well, your own kind I of mean, experience. You know, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Every, everything. Yeah, I'm is sorry different. you suck like, at the game so much. Oh gosh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for me, some of the shrines that I've had the most fun with are like these last ones that I've been hunting for. Because like, I'll go somewhere and I'll teleport, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to check this area out. And like, as soon as I teleport onto a shrine, it's like, bam, there's another shrine nearby. That's that's really cool for me. I just found the eighth heroine, guys. <laughs> and again, it's was, that aha moment of how did I miss this? Right. I was literally hunting for shards of Farouche's horn, and I just found the eighth heroine. So I'm going to take a photo of that. There's a better. So. There's a better place to farm those, by the way. So. Yeah, I've yet to find it, but I'm trying to upgrade my like one of my like personal missions is to upgrade my like you know cannon outfit before I go up against Ganon just because I want it to be more powerful. Like right. The only thing I have left is the shirt. I've got my amber earrings all set. I've got my Hylian boots or whatever good. But my shirt is at like level one or two right now, so I'm working on that. But that is horns. That is the best um, the best tunic in the game. Like It's even stronger than most of the other armor that you would think would be the best. Yeah. So. Well, right. and like I like I've said, I don't have a big problem with like armor and defense and stuff. Like I'm able to take down like high level enemies now without a problem. It's just that I don't know. I just like want it done because it feels like something Link would actually do. So, yeah. <laughs> um. It- uh yeah anyway i mean like i have similar stories to you guys with like all of these shrines and i'm trying i've actually forgotten what my uh favorite shrine quest or discovery was so uh while i think of that uh my favorite shrine and i don't even remember which one it was or where i found it but there was one shrine that was significantly longer than the others. And yeah, I think we've all done that one. Yeah, and I, I haven't like, done it yet, but I've heard about it. Yeah, and it's it involves, like a dungeon, and it's fun. Yeah, oh, it's cool. yeah, it was amazing, yeah. and like I didn't think I'd finish it in in time to you know I had to go somewhere, and I'm like, oh my god, I have to finish this thing <laughs> forever. But at the same time, like every puzzle was so like I love the fact that nothing is prescripted. Everything yeah. is based on this physics engine, so. When the physics engine works, it's just magic. Yes, and that was one of those dungeons. Well, d- dungeons. One of those shrines. Well, where it basically was a dungeon. It was really long. 
Right. Like you start, you have to figure out how to swing Don't a giant. Jump. Don't go into detail. Cause well, I I'm just done it yet. I'm just gonna say say the first like puzzle or two. There are okay. like ten of them, okay. but yeah, you have to figure out how to swing, how to open a set of doors, and you can't use magnesis, so you got to figure out how to swing something into it. And then you've got you know spiked balls rolling across, and by the time you get to the third one and realize you're not done yet, it's like how much longer is this gonna go on? Oh, I have done that one. I remember <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, clearly I mean, clearly I wasn't impressed by it though. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I so I I think the re- I I remember kind of remember talking about it. I did kind of get a little like there was a lot of motion control stuff in there, which was fine because it wasn't like the balls moving motion controls. But like I I do remember um, when I uh, got to some of the motion control sections, I was like, oh my god, not this again. Because like at that point, I had played some of the terrible ones, you know. So, but no, it ended up being fine actually in that dungeon most of the for the most part you know oh i remember yeah. what my favorite shrine quest was and it was actually uh also in the rito village i did just did this a couple of days ago um one of the and again if we haven't already said it this is all pretty spoilery so yeah. ooh, and my shrine sensor is going off right this very minute anyway <laughs> um i'm gonna put that away right now um one of the one of the rito tells you about uh, her father or something going up into the the Hebra Mountains oh. mm-hmm. and climbing mm-hmm. the tallest tree and seeing the a white bird great, yeah, yeah giant bird with a white and well what I it, it was one of it was a good, again one of those aha moments where I'm just kind of looking around waiting for something to come flying out at me and just kind of zooming around and then all of a sudden I look and I see this thing I'm like is that what they're talking about? Yeah. That looks a lot like what they're talking about. Is I, this a I, metaphor? <laughs> I didn't actually see the white oh my bird God. until I'd already done the shrine and then gone back to the spot and looked again. <laughs> oh. and I was like, oh, okay. And there's actually another uh, shrine nearby that in a lake where you have to... The skull um, or whatever? No, there's there's a lake in, in near the Hebrew Mountains. What is it? The lake... Kelsey, Lake Kelsey, and uh, basically throughout the lake there are these rock things that you have to blow up, and every time you blow them up, it's an air current, an upward air current, mm-hmm. and you have to set, you have to sail a raft around the lake, blow all these things up, so that you have a trail to follow with your paraglider that I eventually. That one. Yeah, that eventually leads to a really tall rock that blows you up to a shrine that you could see a long time ago, but couldn't figure out how to get to because oh. it's like wedged in between a couple of rocks. Yeah, I so know exactly I which one you're talking about. Yeah, that one's I cool. didn't do that at all. The You're talking about the one that you can see like through the little crack in the rocks, right? Right. That's not how I found it at all. How did I you just like, climbed up the top. I climbed up the top of the mountain and I glided down and I saw a little area that I could bomb and I bombed it and went into the <laughs> oh, cave. Oh gosh! See, That's I way to do it. I hadn't yeah, even I wandered into that area until, um, and until I found, you know, the rocks and everything like that. So yeah, to I me that all... was all discovery and huh. yeah, I, I was that, solving that, it once. That, I that was another like one that I was. 
that's another one that I was just like, oh, there's got to be a way into this thing, and I just kind of like glided around until I saw a bombing opening that I could get into, and yeah, I didn't even think about like creating an air current or something. See, I have a, <laughs> I have a feeling you kind of play games a lot differently than than like me and Justin have been because like I. Like, you've beaten this game, like, pretty quickly. I mean, you are already gotten almost 120 shrines, and you um, only relatively started playing it not that long ago. I don't know how many, hour, how many hours yeah, you played Yeah, I in, mean, but... I think, I think hours-wise I'm pretty comparable, because I'm at, like, 100 hours, which is where I think most of you guys are. So I think it's just yeah. that I've, like, played a little bit more frequently than you guys have. But, yeah, no, I definitely rushed it a little Having more. Having it on the Switch I probably think, helps. You know. Well, yeah. it does. Well, that not, and, not... like... Not in his case, though, where he's got the charger issue. Sure. Well, that's true. But I'm but I'm really excited to play my Switch, so it's not like... Like, if this was a Wii U game, I'd probably be putting it down every now and then to play, like, you know, Mario Kart or something, but... That's true. Since it's, like, the number one Switch game for me right now, it's kind of, like, my reason <laughs> to play a Switch. Sure. Okay, well, let's kind of get out of the Zelda talk, but before we do, um, Steve, you didn't get to really give an, an anecdote, because I kind of stole yours here. Well, so do you have well, another, another shrine that you kind of wanted to talk about? <clears throat> the shrine, and it's not necessarily one particular shrine, but the shrines that I have the most fun with, because I haven't really had those... I've only done 70 shrines, by the way. I looked up my number um, while you guys were chatting. I ran out and grabbed my Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've only done 70 shrines, so I've still got 50 more to find. So I've found the easy ones, basically. Right. Um, yeah. But the shrines that I enjoy the most are the battle shrines. Okay. Oh, yes. God. That was another so story I was going to tell. You go those first. Are so, those are so much fun. I just did one last night for the first time since I've had the Master Sword. And even though it doesn't power up inside the shrines, Which um, is like it does against the other guardians... It still helps so much to have a really strong weapon that you can use at, at the beginning, and then you can fall back on your breakable weapons after that. Sure. Um, but I uh, really enjoy those, because they, they all just feel just a little bit different. So, uh, one, of my, uh, one of my favorite shrines was... Uh, uh, I think we've all, we're all aware of Eventide Island, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. You know that... The island that is midway between the cliffs and Eventide Island? Yes. Uh-huh. You mean the one that's, like, just a shrine? Yeah. Um, I I went to that island and did that shrine long before I ever should have tried it. Um, I go in, and it's said, um, a major test of strength. <laughs> uh, what does that mean? And I think I only had, like, maybe eight hearts and nothing was upgraded i didn't have you, any powerful weapons you had you had more than i did doing that shrine because i showed up at eventide island with four and i did the shrine first <sighs> yeah you know it's funny because i actually had the same experience at that same shrine i went to it and i don't think i even had like a combat weapon so i had to just duck out and come back to it later Oh no! I was powering through it. I went through all of my food, and <laughs> my weapons. And yep, that's uh, like I, I am. I am not giving up on this. <laughs> and I did eventually triumph. But oh my god, that was a hell of a battle. And there's a part of me that kind of misses that part of the game where yeah. you feel overpowered and overwhelmed, and you have that sense of triumph. Like now, I see a silver line, and it's like, all right, let's get this over. Yeah, with. right. <laughs> Well, lucky for you, hard mode is coming this summer. Yeah, yeah. I've never been interested in hard mode, but I might give it a try as long as I don't have to lose my, you know, finished game save. Sure, sure. I think I oh think it's God. I think you could toggle it. 
So, okay, guys, well, let's uh, end the Zelda talk here. We've uh, gone on, I think, enough for this episode. But uh, I did want to talk about some of the other games that we've been playing this week. So who wants to take the lead here? Have any of y'all played anything interesting aside from Zelda? I can start. Yeah, hit it. Since I've been quiet this show anyway, like always. (laughs) Um, Minecraft. Let's get it out of the way because I know none of you want to hear about it. Steve's little indie game of the week. Hey, we gave you Sonic, brah. I don't think you can call (laughs) it indie when it's published by Microsoft. And it's the biggest selling game of all time, too. (laughs) But, you know. So... I have been waiting for Minecraft. That's one of the ones that I decided I was getting when the Switch was announced. I'm like, great, Minecraft's coming, getting it. Um, So the eShop updates uh, Thursday morning at 10 a.m. my time, and no Minecraft. Okay, (laughs) so I check it at 11, no Minecraft. I check it at 2 after lunch, no Minecraft. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? (sighs) So I start looking around the internet, the interwebs, and uh, for whatever reason, the assholes aren't releasing it till 7 p.m. my time that day. Oh, God. So. Why? Because they can. <laughs> <laughs> because it's the top selling game of all time and they can do whatever the hell they want. And those of us that play it are just dumb enough to buy it anyway. <laughs> like, how many. <laughs> let, well. me, let me ask you a question. How many platforms have you purchased Minecraft? <laughs> yeah, so on? Say, speak for yourself here. <laughs> Um, all of them that I can. So those um, are... So I start. I waited, I purposely waited until it came to the Vita, got it there, and would move my save between the Vita and the PS3. Because the whole idea was, great, I can play it at home, play it on the go, right? Right. Um, and transfer my save between the two. Well, then when I got my PS4, I sent my world to my PS4, and we play there. And I've got a group of, cro- of co-workers that I play with occasionally. Um, and we play on PS4 together. So then when it came to Wii U, I'm like, sweet, I can, you know, get the Mario mashup pack. Well, the Wii U version performs like shit, so don't bother. <laughs> See, I haven't noticed any performance issues with the Wii U version. Only version I've played. Have, have you played it on PS4? Or Xbox uh, One. Admittedly, no, I've never played it on anything. Well, else. I mean, that's, if you if you that's want, why you haven't noticed the issue. But I mean, come on, if you're trying to compare it to a, ver- a version of a console that is like decidedly more powerful, then I think like, that's that's almost like trying right. to compare the Wii U version to the computer version, you know, the PC version. Right. And that's the problem is once you've played a version that performs better, it's hard to go back to one, even though the extra content in the Wii U version was far better than the so, PS4 version. Mm-hmm. What is the what is the problem with the Wii U version? Um, it the slowdown and mine will actually crash randomly. Like it's got Mario. All, it does have Mario, but the problem is, is when me and my wife play together, it's like um, you know, a flip book. Huh. See, my uh, my my uh, my six year old and I have played together many times. Him on the gamepad and me on the TV screen and we've rarely had any problems. Huh. He's he's had it completely crash on him while playing alone on certain occasions, but I've never noticed and any significant slowdown or anything like that when we're playing together. Well, and that could be my Wii U too, cuz I do have a, you know, day 1 Wii U, so that could be part of the problem I've put probably thousands of hours onto that system at this point. Yeah, mine's first month at least. Hmm. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. 
Well, okay. Anyway, so yeah. why why so why do you keep buying Minecraft? Like I you you, you, you keep so you're you're kind of like it sounds you saying like once you play why a better do you version keep buying this game. What once you play a better version it's hard to go back. So like the, and the so why did I buy the Switch version essentially? Every time I've bought a new version I've I thought I bought the superior version. So I bought the Vita version because it was portable, got the PS3 version for free, upgraded to PS4 because, again, it was a superior version from what I had played, got the Wii U version because it had the Mario mashup pack in it. To me, the Switch version, even though it doesn't have all the DLC from the uh, PlayStation version, it is the definitive edition for me because, do you remember what I said in the beginning of this, why I had it on PS3 and Vita? Because you can take it with you on the go and stuff, yeah. Exactly, the same world. Mm-hmm. I could take the exact same world from the Vita, put it on the PS3, and then back to the Vita again. I can do that with Switch, but the Switch performs as well as the PS4 version. Hmm. Okay. So, the only drawback, the only two drawbacks to it I've seen so far, there is a DLC issue that you can fix um, if, you're, if the DLC you bought isn't showing as bought when you're playing the game. If you put your Switch in airplane mode for about 20 seconds and then put it back to online mode, that'll actually fix that issue. Hmm. So the only other thing that a lot of people would have a problem with um, is the world size. The largest it goes to is medium on Switch rather than large, which is not a big deal because I've never explored a full world anyway. Yeah, me neither. So I don't mind it being a three by three map instead of a five by five. Hmm. Maybe I, I I just don't get Minecraft. I guess. Granted, I've never played it, so maybe there's that too. But well, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the same thing about Minecraft that Mike and Lucas told me about Monster Hunter. It's a game you have to have somebody teach you, and it's yeah. more and yeah. it's more fun when somebody is playing with you. I'll I, oh um. I'll interject here and say that unlike Minecraft, I had a friend kind of like walk me through Terraria, which is kind of like 2D Minecraft, mm-hmm. frankly. Right. But um, and I had a lot of fun with it because like he'd come over and we'd like couch co-op it and stuff. Like, and that's just it. It's it's not even as much fun to play by yourself, but when you're playing with your buddy, or in my case, my wife, that's the best. Hmm. Yeah. See, I I originally got Minecraft for for my son because he played it a lot at. Um, his cousin's house on the computer talked about it all the time I heard it was coming on the Wii U and thought well you know if I'm ever going to try this game now's the time because it had you know I saw it had all the Mario stuff I'm like alright well even if I don't like Minecraft I'll at least like the Mario stuff so I got it for him he played it I tried it I'm like I have no idea what I'm doing here I have no idea what any of this stuff means and I don't care and then I found out a couple of my buddies from high school had the game and like why don't you jump in and play with me and I'm like uh, I don't really like it, but sure, why not? And, and that was the time it clicked. Like yep. they, They're like, oh, you gotta do this, and you go through here, and they showed me all the stuff they'd built and where they went, and I'm like, oh, I get it. So the next time I played... So I played it by myself a little bit, and then kind of figured some stuff out for myself, and then eventually, you know, I played with my son, and I actually understood it. So, hmm. yeah, you... Definitely yeah, need so, somebody to show you why it's such a great game. So there was a conversation on Twitter um, with... Oh, I can't remember who it was with, but it was Mike and one of our listeners. 
and they were talking about Monster Hunter, and you know, Mike said, uh, Mike and Luke. Oh, that's said, our. Yeah, well, we. Yeah, what was that our, listener's name? Is that name? Neil? He's no, he's our listener from uh, overseas. Yeah. Oh, Andy, uh, and, uh, Andy. Andy, he friend yes. requested me, and actually, I need to accept that friend request. Not yeah, really. so like yes. we were telling Andy, if there are any listeners that want to play Minecraft, um, look through my pictures on Twitter. One of them has my friend code in it for the Switch. Add me. I will play Minecraft with you anytime. Awesome, awesome. And same with any of you guys on the show, obviously, too. I'll teach you guys how to play. Yeah, when I get a Switch, if I have somebody to play Minecraft with, I will get Minecraft. I, buy I will it. buy it again just because it is definitely more fun with friends. I can guarantee that I've put as much time into Minecraft already as I have in Mario Kart since I got it. That's sad. <laughs> 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 Well, no, I get it, though, because, like, to have a game to play with, like, your significant other is is a whole right. thing. That's a, yeah. that's a lot of the reason why, like, I don't jump on to play uh, Monster Hunter with you guys a lot of the times because we're playing already playing, like, Puyo Puyo or Mario Kart together, you know, because it's just fun to have some couch co-op, I, I think. And my significant and other plays nothing. Oh. So. And according to Mike, um, there was an update for Mario Kart that he wanted us to talk about anyway. There was a gesture from the Inklings that's been removed, because um, evidently it was offensive to some people, because people are too damn sensitive. And supposedly they fixed some of the online, so we'll have to test that out. Um, elaborate on the gesture that... <laughs> um, all I'm looking at is, if you guys Holy go shit. on the... On the group me, there's a gesture where the Inkling puts their hand up. It looks like it could be the Italian version of the uh, middle finger, basically. Oh, I don't, on. I don't really see it. I have to really stretch to see it. But yeah, evidently they removed that gesture. Well, fair enough. Well, cool. Well, the, did you have anything else to talk about Minecraft or any of the other games that you've been playing? Uh, Minecraft and Mario Kart is all I've played lately. I'm going through Monster Hunter withdrawals though. <laughs> oh god <laughs> see I, I i i think i said this on the show before but i i almost can't even pick up my t my 3ds anymore even the xl version like it's i i just love the switch too much i can't it's it's hard to go back i it's gonna it's gonna take a monster hunter night like with all four of us to uh to get me back or, i think yeah Agreed. Monster Hunter is really the only reason I'm even playing my 3DS anymore. And the Wii U, I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. Monster, Monster Hunter and Box Boy, because Box Boy is nice to have when I go to the mall with the uh, <laughs> wife on Saturdays. Right. <laughs> well, okay, well, then I guess I'll jump in here and talk about um, some of the games I've been playing. Um, really not much from me this week. Um, I did get in and got to play a lot of Mario Kart. We finally um, unlocked, or not unlocked, we finally beat 150cc all the way through 3 stars, so we're kind of working our way through 200cc getting three stars nice. so that's been fun um i did get to play a pc game that um i've been hearing a lot about and i finally bought, bit the bullet and decided to download it i don't usually um buy early access games but this was an exception um it's called player unknowns battlegrounds <clears throat> um and i don't <coughs> Excuse me. And so the premise is um, you are playing a multiplayer game with a hundred other people. And um, you all start off um, in planes and you can decide when to jump out of the plane and parachute off into an island. And basically you start with nothing. You're just 
you know, hands and fists. You're, and then you, you, you have, you're, you try and run and find weapons or you just punch the people that are running out of the planes or whatever. But the, the goal of the game is obviously to be the last person alive. So, um, you know, uh, it's, it's actually really neat. Um, the, the, the real draw here is though that as the game um, progresses, the player, the play side, the play arena shrinks. So if there's, you know, 50 people and then it's the big map, well, then in 30 seconds, the play area is going to almost half and everybody's going to be drawn into the middle. So that's going to, um, you know, bring about the action, you know? So it's a really quick game. Yeah. It like, reminds it, me of a... It's a movie. Yeah. The, it I know. It's a mini game. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, it reminds me of a mini game from uh, the Kirby 64 where you start out on a set of blocks and then the longer the match goes on the more blocks drop off right i i, I don't is, is that from the crystal shards game or whatever that kind, yeah. that kind of sounds vaguely familiar or maybe it was mario party i don't know i know i played a game on the n64 that had a very similar concept but in a very miniaturized form right well yeah it, it, it's really neat it's a really 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 cool concept and i've, I've really been digging it I, I have only played it maybe i don't know a couple of hours but like at first like you know i was getting killed right away so like my match was ending after like two minutes and then you know you quay up for the next match and then it starts up right away and it, and there's a oh, lot where's of people mike <laughs> there's a there's a lot of people playing it so you know your matches start up right away but it like it really is really really neat concept like it i i, I play with headphones on even and i you know i want I, i'm hiding in uh houses um you know listening for footprints with my shotgun out pointing right at the door where i know somebody's going to be walking through you know I, I i spend a lot of time not doing anything in that game but when you hear someone or when you see somebody like you have to really think it think it out you know like you don't want to take that shot unless you know that you're gonna gonna um gonna t kill the person you know because then they're gonna be able to find out where you are Oh, and another thing I forgot to mention is that this game also has voice chat. And I actually, this is one of the few games where I actually use it because it has like proximity um, chat. So like when you, as you get close to somebody, then it turns on the voice chat. So like sometimes I'll have it on and then somebody will be like talking to their fucking girlfriend or something. And I'll use that to my <laughs> advantage and go sneak up on them and kill them. So I don't know. It's a really cool game. It's called Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. It's in early access right now, but uh, you, you actually have to pay for it. It's like I think it was like 30 bucks that I had to pay or something like that, but it's really cool. So that's it for me, guys. Um, who else wants to talk about some games they've been playing? I mean, I can, but I don't really have anything to talk about. I kind of feel like I need to start playing games through the week just to have a conversation. Right? <laughs> I've played I mean, Zelda and Zelda. It's yeah, well, Breath of the Wild I, and A Link to the Past. That's all I've played. I, I just had to stop playing Zelda because my battery just died, and I am waiting for that charger to get here. But, um, no, I mean, most of my gameplay has been Zelda, NBA Playgrounds, um, and Mario Kart because those are, like, my Switch games right now. Um, I got a Bokoblin Amiibo. That's not really unrelated. Um, <laughs> let's see. Other than that, yeah, a little bit of Monster Hunter, but nothing really exciting for me. I, I don't really have any reason to play anything new right now. And I keep waiting for there to be something good on the Switch eShop that'll, you know, kind of catch my attention. But so far, it just kind of all looks really boring. Hmm. 
Well, that's about all I've got. Sorry, guys. I don't really have any news. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's cool. Well, Ju- Justin, I guess you're the last one, but you ha- said you had Zelda and Zelda. But I did kind of want you to talk about Link to the Past because that's probably up there with one of my favorite games of all time. So talk about it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Bit. I, I love it. You know how they're... You know, people who, you know, every year, every couple of years, they re- reread the Lord of the Rings trilogy or rewatch the Star Wars saga. Yeah. That's a Link to the Past to me. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. Every every few years, I feel the need to play Link to the Past, and honestly, um, this is the first time I've played the uh, Super NES version since the Game Boy Advance version came out, so... Um, there are minor differences. Actually, I miss some of the features from the Game Boy Advance version, but um, what what features? Just out of curiosity. Oh uh, well, they they kind of streamline things a bit. You can in the GBA version, you can break uh, jars with your sword. Um, you can I think change directions while you're sprinting. Just little little conveniences. Mostly things that you could do in the 3D games, but couldn't do in the 2D ones. They kind of, you know, shoehorned them in, along with, of course, all the voice samples, because that's what they did back then. Right. Um, but, uh, and they did some some uh, retranslating and stuff like that. Um, really, there's not much to say. I've done the first two, uh, the first two dungeons... Um, I know everything everything before the dark world by heart. I could probably I could probably get the master sword in under an hour if you wanted to, you know, challenge me and whatnot, but um, <laughs> so, so I'm kinda sleepwalking my way through it, but Really, if you haven't played A Link to the Past, and you're, like, especially if you're just now getting interested in Zelda because of Breath of the Wild, A Link to the Past is really the game that that started it all. Yeah. I mean, people point to, uh, I mean, there was, of course, Zelda and Zelda 2 on the NES, yeah. that was its, its origins, it was finding its footing. A Link to the Past was the one that really, like, nailed it out of the park. <laughs> Agree to disagree. I kind of think, like, Ocarina was the real, like, pillar well, that kept the series together at the beginning. But well, Ocarina, it, it kind of goes back to, again, whether you feel like 2D or 3D Zelda is, like, relevant. But Ocarina you know? of Time really was just a link to the past with a third dimension. Like, all of the things that Ocarina but, of Time did great but, had already been done before in Link to the but Past. But A Not Link to, to the Past was just Zelda 1 in, like, a new no, dimension. Like, I disagree there, for it sure. Was, it, uh, was, it was a hundred steps past Zelda 1. Yeah. For, one, for one, you finally I mean, had interactive NPCs, you had, you know, a fully realized world, not just a vast wasteland. Breath, um, Breath of the Wild is closer, in my opinion, to Zelda 1 than... Um, like yeah, yeah, and even then, I mean, you've got a more fleshed out world than Zelda One. Right. Like, right. I can definitely see where you're coming from, Lucas. But the for me, I think that the parallels are are more are kind of like what what uh, what uh, Steve was saying, you know, with Breath of the Wild with the NES game, you know, like Link to the Past, kind of, kind of, it it did it followed the same formula, but then it added to it, you know, it like made it version two point oh. 
It's well, kind I'm, of like comparing I, I Metroid saying... on the NES. It's kind of like comparing Metroid on the NES to Super Metroid. Sure. Yes, they have many, many simul- similarities, and you revisit places, and the story's pretty much the same, but it goes above and beyond what the NES could ever do and makes the game like 10 times better. Well, clearly, but that's also how I feel about Ocarina of Time compared to A Link to the Past. So well, maybe but, that's my discrepancy there are a lot with of, you guys. There are a lot of things that didn't exist in Zelda before A Link to the Past. Like the first of all, it was the first one with a real story structure. Right. And as somebody who loves story in Zelda games, I would think you'd appreciate that. <laughs> um I'm trying to think. It's so hard to nail things down. The a lot of the items you get were brand new for Link to the Past. There was a. I, I don't know if it was the first, the tw- but I want to say that it that it was the first to have um, different dimensions on the yeah. I was going to say the two on, worlds thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh huh. So that. I, but what was that done before? I I can't. No. I mean, you had the second quest, but that was just basically the first, the original game remixed. Mm-hmm. The, so. I, and then also, I think, but this might have been done in Link's Awakening. The um, no. the the dungeons had multiple levels to them, so it wasn't just a yep. flat dungeon. I don't know if if that was done before. Nope, that had never. Well, I mean, Zelda two, but that's because it was a side scroller, so they kind of had to do it that way. Um, so I don't know how much you want to count that. But I, um, I mean, I think Link's I, Awakening came after A Link to the Past, anyway. I think so. we're kind of just arguing semantics, though. Really, at this point, you know, like yeah. it, we're we we all are all in agreement that it's a that it's a good game here. So, yeah. I, I mean, the fact I, is, the the fact is, you're wrong, Steve. So <laughs> I think no, you that was that you, was Lucas. You were arguing with oh, the other you, guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can I can I ask you a question though? Um, as someone whose favorite game, like meaning you, is linked to the past. Who are you talking to? Justin. Okay. Sorry. So Justin, as someone whose favorite <laughs> game is a link to the past, how did you feel about um, the 3DS game, the sequel to it? Um, hmm. I'm lukewarm on it. I mean, it was a great game in and of itself. I loved the new mechanics of it. What I didn't like about it was that every it's so weird to think that this whole series of games, most of which take place within the exact same geographical location, all have drastically different geography. Mm-hmm. So every time you enter Hyrule, there's this sense of discovery, whether you're playing Ocarina or Twilight Princess or Link to the Past or... You know, Breath of the Wild. It's completely different every time, and you're discovering new things. What I didn't like about uh, Link Between Worlds was the fact that I didn't have to discover anything. I didn't have to learn anything. I had the map memorized from decades ago, and it's like, okay, well, I can definitely see the, that. Yeah, yeah. The dungeons are great. The story's okay. The new item system is, you know, an interesting twist. But for the most part, I feel like I've played this game before. <laughs> okay. I was just curious because you're the only person I know who that's their favorite Zelda game. So I was curious what it's like to get a sequel for your favorite yeah. Zelda game. I do, I do love it. I mean, it is. I, I've been wanting to go back and play it again. I'll probably play Skyward Sword first or finish Link to the Past first. But uh, it's a great game. I mean, I don't want to downplay it, especially if you've never played a Link to the Past, you know, and don't have that 
immediate familiarity. I just feel like it was it was very much one of those Nintendo, hey, people like this, so let's make it again sort of design decisions. Right, yeah. right. Well, cool. Well, then I think that's just about it. Um, Lucas, you didn't? Did you say you had any games that you wanted to talk about here? Uh, just that I didn't have any games. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I figured. So you didn't really have anything else besides Zelda here. Well, um, yeah, I guess that really brings us to the end of the show then. Um, I, I like that we ended on Link to the Past talk because you know I like my retro fix. So there's that. <laughs> So, yeah, guys, um, I'll, I'll say it again like we did at the top of the show. Please, 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 please subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're, um, because if you're listening to this live, you know how awesome it was to be in the chat. Um, Shout-outs to the people in the chat. We had uh, Heather jumping in. We had Keegan um, talking to us about some Nintendoons. Even Rose of Death was uh, with us in the beginning, and some weird guy named Wacko. I don't know about him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you guys were in the chat and I missed uh, missed you. Oh, we, even, we did have somebody that was talking about my audio. Let me see if I can find your name so I can give you a shout-out. Yeah, here. I was looking that up right now, too. But, yeah, if you, um, if you were in the chat... It was Andy Searson, so uh, thank you for for jumping in there, Andy, um, and telling me about my audio. But yeah, if you want to be a part of the live show, we record every Wednesday night, um, but we jump on about 6.30 Mountain, 8, 8.30 Eastern, and then we usually get the show actually started about 9 o'clock Eastern time, so yeah. Come in, say hi, even if you can't stay for the whole time. Um, with that, we are going to end the show, so... If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do so by following at Infendo. You can follow me at Infendo Eugene. You can follow everything that Infendo does at www.infendo.com. Mike's not here. Well, he kind of was. You probably heard him a little bit. He's drunk. Um, (laughs) He he wants you to plug his social media. But he's, uh, yeah, you can find him on Twitter as well. He's at Mike the Poet. Is it is there underscore between the words? I think I've heard him say it enough yeah. times. Yep. Um, you can. <laughs> I I don't know what his friend code is, but I'll, I'll give you his phone number. It's five zero five. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's probably where you can find him the best on Twitter. You can follow all his fun stuff on there. And he finally got one hundred and twenty shrines, so that's exciting. Um, Lucas, Yay. where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, at Mike the Parrot. That's not a joke. That's actually my Twitter. Um, <laughs> except Which, the except the the, the, the the is a duh, da, and there's underscores between all the words. So it's good luck figuring that. So out. it's not confusing Just at all. Just look for the one who is always talking to the real Mike, and you'll find him. <laughs> there's your um, there's your shrine quest for the night. Figure out how to follow me on Twitter. <laughs> stand up please stand up um yeah and other than that you can follow my possibly defunct youtube channel which is pokemon trainer verdant um who knows maybe someday we'll do something with that again remix (laughs) yeah maybe (laughs) i'll say there's something going on at least well not for the last couple of weeks (laughs) yeah you know life can't blame me i've been i've left my uh, audio in there for you i'm using a compatible audio file now All right, where can we find you at, Steve? Um, I am at Gentis1 on Twitter. And also check my Twitter pictures. Add me on the Switch. Let's play some Minecraft this week. <laughs> awesome. 
<laughs> well, cool, guys. Well, that has been Nintendo. Wait, Justin. <laughs> The that has been one. Fendo Radio. Hey guys, that has been Infendo Radio. And, oh, Justin, hey. Uh, um. uh, you can find me on Twitter at Infendo Justin. Um, if you still play the Wii U, send me a friend request at FearTheClaw underscores under each one. Follow me on Meverse because I still post screenshots of the games that I'm playing. And uh, yeah, if you still use Mitomo for some reason, I'm. <laughs> Uh, I'm on there as Master Claw, and uh, you can find me through, you know, if you follow me on Twitter or whatever. <laughs> Alright. Well, I guess... And speaking of shrine quests, I've spent the past, like, 45 minutes trying to find a shrine somewhere in the Heber Mountains. Yeah, I've been hearing beeping. <laughs> I know! <laughs> we all know, Justin. We all know. Yeah, we don't need we don't need to ask who it is anymore. We know. <laughs> I keep my TV turned way down. Hey, I got well, you these, these microphones are way sensitive. I got you these Apparently. nice mics, bra. <laughs> so, all right, we are out. We are gonna call it a show here, and we actually hit the two-hour mark. I didn't think we were gonna, but we fucking managed to do it. So, if you liked that, please review us and all that bullshit, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace. Bye.